Shalom, 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 and welcome to the 12 Cities in Israel podcast. My name is Michael Sano. And I'm Rachel Villegas. And we are on episode... Shmone. Yeah, that's Uyan. Shmone. Shmone is eight in Hebrew. Um, apparently, I'm taking the apple today. So, all right, cool, cool, cool. Um, welcome to the show. Uh, before we get started, I have to give a shout out. Uh, normally we do our, our regular show. You know what? I'll do that. I'll do our regular shout outs. Um, our first one is to iConnect, one of our sponsors, iConnect, engagement with Israel that earns you rewards, earn points and connect with Israel with articles, games, quizzes, polls, and more. So what exactly is iConnect? Well, iConnect is a social gaming platform where you can play, earn points, and receive cool prizes all for free. Their goal is to help you stay connected with Israel no matter where you are on the globe. Now, why should you play? Because iConnect introduces you to a unique way to acquaint yourself with all things Israel while working towards winning once-in-a-lifetime experiences. So head on over to www.iconnect.com. Dot co dot il that's www.ikonect.co.il and start playing now our next sponsor is israel phones and they are the leading provider of communication devices for people traveling to israel israel phones offers sim cards mi-fi devices which are mobile wi-fi hotspots travel products and serves the connectivity needs of tour groups, synagogues, schools, community missions, study programs, and individuals supplying you with international prepaid SIM cards, cell phones, and USB portable modem hotspot rentals. Israel Phones consistently provides dedicated support for your travel cell, offering cutting-edge technology at competitive prices, for more information on what Israel Phones can do for you on your next trip to Israel, visit www.israelphones.com. That's www.israelphones.com. Now, I just realized that I screwed up. Um, I was supposed to read the first ad, and I was supposed to hand it off to you for the next one. And Habits. And, <laughs> I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry. Don't worry. You're going to get a lot of airtime in this episode. I haven't told you what this episode's about. Um, but before we get into that, I need to give a shout out to a brand new sponsor, someone I'm really excited, uh, actually a group of people that I'm really excited about um, talking about pushing, hawking. <laughs> that sounds horrible. Um it is Alto Music. Alto Music is our provider for our sole provider from this point forward for all of our audio needs. They can be your provider um, for all your audio needs for microphones, musical instruments, uh, everything from recording devices to, I mean, cords, cables. Cables are overlooked, but these people, they know everything. They can do everything. Um, I don't have the email address or the, the URL on hand, but it will be shown at the end of the video version of this. Um, I'm pretty sure it's www 
www.altomusic.com. If I'm wrong, I'll put the correct one in the video version and I'll correct it in the next episode. Um, but a big shout out to them. Thank you so much. Thank you. And uh, thank you to Dave, uh, the manager of the Wappingers Falls, New York store. Um, Johnny Z, who every time I have a question about, hey, can we do this? With our audio, what if our signal is blah, 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 blah. <laughs> he suffers through all of that and comes up with solutions. And Steve, uh, just a longtime friend who's worked there. So um, let's get into it. We are on episode eight. All right. We're creeping up on 10. We're Woo! getting close. But episode eight, this is a big one. Um, this is sort of bigosh's origin story so look at her face oh my gosh you gotta watch the video version um so i i wanted to talk about you or more specifically i wanted you to talk about yourself welcome to the spot you're standing in it um so I have a couple of questions, um, really, really harmless. Don't worry. I'm not going to get into love life. I'm not going to get into family troubles, um, of which the Viegas family has virtually none. So, um, Thankfully. <laughs> um, so, all right, you, I want you to tell me and to tell our, our listeners and our viewers um, what brought you, you and I met at city college. Yes. So what brought you to city college? Um, what? Well, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, think about it. What, what, what caused, so that's a, for those of you who don't know, city college is a CUNY school, part of the city university of New York network, which are very, um, they're not specific. I mean, you can get, if you get a, a, a degree at, at Hunter in the liberal arts, it's pretty much the same as a, a degree from um, Brooklyn College, City College, all of those. But each of the different colleges do have specific focuses in some of their departments. Yeah. Like City College is an engineering college. Um, but it's also got a very... School of Sciences. Uh, yeah, it's got a very prominent um, Jewish studies program. One of the one of the one of the premier Jewish studies programs in uh, in the City College network. Um, what else? Uh, I know Brooklyn College. They're known for their film program. Mm-hmm. Um, Hunter College is known, I think, for their teaching programs. I know the teaching and their nursing program. Yeah, they're teaching in their nursing programs. Queens College has something. Nobody <laughs> knows what it is. Um, so what brought you to City College? Um, I wasn't allowed to go out of state. That would have never happened in my family. <laughs> okay. But so. uh, is that why you wound up at a, at a CUNY? Did you, so you had a choice of different schools. Um, you got in out of high school. Yes. Um, so I was, it was like that whole fiasco of applying for colleges in the midst of also graduating high school. So like I applied to like a good amount of CUNYs, like Hunter, City, 
and those are the two I only remember. But then I also applied to like private schools and that tuition was a no. <laughs> <laughs> Especially because there was Christy and I. It was the both of us going to college at the same time. So I wasn't going to be like, I want to go to this private college. And explain who that is. Oh, Christy is my twin sister. So we were, we have been in school together for forever and a decade. <laughs> <laughs> and the tuition is times two. <laughs> yes, yes it is. So why then did you, were you always into media? Was media something that you were always interested in? And if so, were you aware of the media program at City College and that is what pushed you there? No, I was not aware of it at all. So um, as as a kid, my sister and I and my nephew, we actually made like home videos together that I would be the camera person and Christy and my nephew Justin would be the actors. So like they're climbing Mount Everest, they're exploring a cave in like the depths of hell, something like that. <laughs> but like I never wanted to be in front of the camera, but that was always just like a little like hobby for us to do together, like pretend. But then I actually got into City College as a bio student. That was Whoa, my... <laughs> holy cow, that's hilarious. <laughs> that was my original route. <laughs> Nurse Bigosh, calling Nurse Bigosh. <laughs> but then um, it wasn't really... I still love science. Like um, That was like my whole track in high school. It was like advanced bio, advanced chemistry, wow. organic chem, biochem. <laughs> we were Look the guinea this. pigs in my high school for that first class. But um, going into it at City, it wasn't, I don't know what it was. It wasn't really for me how it was their structure. Whole, yeah, they're how it was structured. And I really feel like their system is against the student because if you fail one semester, they don't have the class again in the following spring. You got to wait the whole year. To yeah, they have, a, they have a terrible. They have a track. <laughs> So they, but they also, I know for what you went into after that. It, so from there, you went where? I became undeclared. <laughs> and then it was funny because a lot of my gen eds were filled up by Jewish studies courses. And your general education requirements? Yeah, all the okay, gen cool. ed requirements. And then, like, I would be in the office, like, if I needed to write something quick, because <laughs> that was available, thank God. And then I remember talking. Well, the Jewish Studies uh, program, specifically one of their big selling points, Dr. Middleman runs the program. Yes. And uh, his big draw is we have our, we have our own oh, lounge. lounge. So. It's a beautiful lounge with... Better couches than all the city college combined. <laughs> and very nice views. So um, go on. So you were in the office and often. Yes. And I already knew this, that majority, that the majority of my gen eds also came up to a minor in Jewish studies. And since I was undeclared, I was like, all right, I might as well just have this as my major instead. Cause so you became a Jewish studies major. Yes. So... Let me ask you, was this your first toe in the water as far as understanding or not understanding your first toe in the water, your first introduction to Israel? Yes, very much so. Okay. Um, so, okay. 
so you went and you became a Jewish studies major and you had no concept of what the the state of Israel really was. Did you did you learn more about that while you were in um, some of the classes? Who who did you? What classes were you taking? As uh, Professor Kratka's, yay, I love her. Amy Kratka, we love you yes. with all our heart. Yes, um, I took a lot. I took her film and fiction course, mm-hmm. and um, with Wasserman. Jews, Jews in film and fiction, right? Yes, a lot of those related, but then like more related to like the literature from um, figures like writers and like short stories. That's okay. So cool. you're you're um, good. <laughs> um, but it wasn't. It was more of like Israel before Israel was Israel. Oh, so we're talking. So, I've taken a number of uh, Dr. Cracker's classes, and a lot of her classes take place during the um, the immigration period, mm-hmm. early U.S. Um, or not early U.S. history, but um, turn of the century, uh, end of the twentieth, end of the nineteenth, early twentieth century, mm-hmm. and uh, the state didn't exist then it was it was part of the ottoman empire at that time um so okay so you became a jewish studies major you took uh dr kraka learned uh, a lot about um jewish fiction yes um she and a couple of hers she she has uh some israeli authors yes um and she also, but primarily she focuses on Jewish life in America and Israel as the other, which is interesting because that is what Israel was kind of to you. It was the other. Yes. We're in America. So, boom, Israel's over there. Um, so, okay, you're, did you become a Jewish studies major at that time? Yes, I think it was within the... My second semester, my first year, <laughs> second semester, in between that, like second semester, first year of second, like sophomore, in between freshman and sophomore year. That's when I became a Jewish studies major and I got the bells and screaming from Dr. Middleman. So <laughs> when you become a Jewish studies major, Dr. Middleman parades you out into the office <laughs> outside of his office, rings a bell and says, hey, we have a new Jewish studies major. And then you're mortified, basically. <laughs> um, slightly horrified, and but definitely mortified. Yes. Um, the same thing happened to me. So my quick story, we're going to go back to you in a moment, but my quick thing was I got into the Colin Powell School of International Studies. Um, yeah. Wow. Um, which, thank you. And it was actually kind of funny because I didn't, okay, big fat hairy deal. I, I showed up, I opened the door, I sent an email. Um, no, I applied and I got a letter back saying congratulations. And I didn't think of it. It's CUNY. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, my mom opened my letter. I never got to open any of Aww. my letters. I would be in school, regular school, and I'd come open and I'd see the letters on the table <laughs> ripped open. And she's like, you got into this school. I'm like, lady. I, I it's my moment. Why did you steal it? 
<laughs> it's her. It was very much her moment. She oh was my like, gosh! Cause, absolutely. Because we're her only kids. Yeah. So like her kids, the first time around, are getting into college. So like for her, it's very much her moment too. <laughs> well, I got in and was like hey yeah all right so i'm going to school and i told my mom i'm going to school and uh cute a <laughs> couple of weeks later i don't know what it was i told her that i got into the colin powell school oh. she said so what i i forgot to ask you what are you going for and i said i'm going for international studies i got into the colin powell school of international studies she was floored she was like, oh, my gosh, this is wow. amazing. You're so, I know that school. And I was like, I don't. And Wow, he's cool. like, I just applied. <laughs> I just went there because I wanted to work in, Um, it's actually funny. I wanted to work in anti-terrorism. I wanted to work. So okay. after September 11th, there was this bunker. Um, During September 11th, there was this bunker where everyone went to. Uh, Rudy Giuliani, oh, the governor, okay. all of them, they went to this bunker and it was this command center. And I said to myself, you know, I had been in the military for a number of years and, and I said, I want to be in that bunker. I want to be <laughs> one of the guys in that bunker. You know what I mean? Like, like I remember that day very differently. <laughs> yeah. But if something happens, I want to be the guy that they call. And oh. I want to be in that bunker. And I thought about it and I thought about it for a while. Um, and I realized that I didn't want to be in that bunker because in order to be in that bunker, you had to be in a job that your entire focus was bad days. People having bad days and bad people. And because of that, you know, you, you, you can't leave that stuff at home. You can't leave you carry that with you. terrorism and all that stuff at your doorstep. It comes to your home. It comes, you know, to your meals. It comes into every aspect of your life. And uh, I had moved on. Um, that was actually after I had dropped my major, though. Because what happened is I went to my first introductory class for um, international studies at city college and it was this crazy crazy woman who she gave us this reading and it was christopher columbus and cannibals or something like that and it was about how christopher columbus was the devil and we from the point that christopher columbus showed up on the shores of the new world everything we basically destroyed everything and that we need to take everything that we have and give it back to the indigenous people. Now, do I think that we should do things for the indigenous? Absolutely. But do you progress, forward movement, forward momentum um, can be a painful thing. Absolutely. Yes. Um, but I didn't do that. And on top of that, my family didn't come here uh, until a good 400 years after that. So, mm -hmm. um so I, I was like, these people are crazy commies. And I could hear my grandfather, my uh, Joe Sano, <laughs> World War II Joe Sano going, hey, commies, I just uh, reds and I, I can't take it. So 
So, <laughs> so I could hear him just grumbling and all of those things that he imparted to me. Joy. Uh, um, about about just this. It, 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 and it wasn't like this socialist rhetoric. It was straight up like commie stuff. And I showed my wife the syllabus. And I was on the fence about it because I really wanted the degree in international mm-hmm. studies. And she, she goes, oh, these guys are communists. You need to get out of this class. I was like, all right, no problem. But you have to understand. So my dad, that Joe Sano, was born in Russia in 1911 or 17. Wow. Um, they're polish on that side of the family so they know about these talking points and that these talking points are weird so i wound up going leaving and i was really upset and i i went to dr middleman and i said i don't know what to do i can't i can't be an international studies major team undeclared (laughs) well no so he goes "Eh, he's slick so he goes (laughs) um that's okay because you're a you're a jewish studies major and I was like, what? Aww. No, I'm not. I'm a minor. And I haven't even done the paperwork. He goes, no, it's okay because you're a Jewish studies major. Oh, I get it. All right. Yeah. Where do I sign? <laughs> and I did it. And it was the best thing that ever happened. And you did it too. But you also added another track. Yeah, because I love myself. <laughs> so what uh, now when did you add that other track because I know and what is that track? That track is the film and video program at the City College of New York, which is how she she does all uh, of this with me, you know, <laughs> and I don't have the benefit of that degree. So it's a lot of ham-fisted forcing of things. Um but throwing rocks on tripods. Yes, I threw a rock at a tripod <laughs> when we were in Israel. So I, it was sunset. There were shadows. I will never I was trying let you to clear live that it. down. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, so you moved into the film and video. And how did that happen? My parents were like, what are you going to do with a Jewish studies degree? And I told them, I don't know. <laughs> oh, my God. Because... <laughs> I generally, I genuinely did not know. Like, were you interested in it? I was, I was interested in it because I liked learning about this. Because I grew up Catholic, so it's like the same principles, but like, like with, um, like with at least the old my Old Testament, but like your Bible, and like just seeing the whole other perspective of it like i liked for jewish studies or for film no for jewish studies oh because i'm like why is what does what are you talking about (laughs) i'm trying to figure out how you got into oh film and video and you're telling me the old testament no because they were like what are you doing about this what did you what are you doing with the jewish studies major and i was like i don't know but i like learning about everything that i am learning about there all right (laughs) i i'm connecting now so i was like all right what else does City College have to offer as I'm a sophomore going to be a junior? And I was like, all right, let's figure life out. And I literally scrolled through all the majors of City College. And I was like, oh, film and video. I did that before. And I just clicked it. 
and the portfolio um and like the required classes to at least like be considered mm-hmm. i was like all right i can fit that into my schedule so that i can at least like get my foot in the door and um it was like intro to media class and then basic um filming and so whatever i did in that class i used for the portfolio to apply for okay. the program and i got accepted that was a lovely day in june i cried i cried Aww. in that building because it was an email so the deadline was i think it was may 1st and mm-hmm. they were like we'll send out results within like two weeks and i was like okay i remember may 1st clearly i had to i was staying up i stayed up the whole night before writing the the essay that's yeah. like required and i remember my friend came over and she was like she said i looked like death because <laughs> i was struggling to get everything done before and it was it was so bad i remember i drove to school in the honda and i left the headlights on i didn't know that i'm sorry daddy and i found the headlights still on because we parked at the bottom of the hill on saint nicholas yeah we parked there i left the headlights on didn't know that till i came back and i remember going into shepherd hall and i saw um the i the one of the main people office in the office and i was like here take it <laughs> i don't want this anymore <laughs> good that's awesome and you got accepted yes and you became a uh uh what is it a film it's media um film and video and jewish studies major devil major but there you go. middleman i'm a jewish studies major and yes. then film and video <laughs> um that's awesome that's good that's really good um and you use that now outside of what we do here. You use that now, um, which is exciting because that puts you all over. We're in New York City, so that puts Everywhere. you all <laughs> over New York City. Um, and you're pretty in demand because you have a bunch of your own equipment, which is helpful. Thank you to you. <laughs> uh, don't even worry about it. Um, we have uh, so we have a lot of equipment from when uh, I we went to do the show in Israel. We have wireless mics and just we we have a lot of equipment and it's all professional great equipment so um part of how her pay structure (laughs) (laughs) is is she gets to generate income um for herself by using our equipment uh to work on other projects and we're more than happy to do that that's not a problem at all um all right, we are coming up on the half an hour. Uh, wow, so fast. So yeah, um, what I'd like to do is I'd like to uh, I'd like to read a couple of more um, ads from our sponsors. Two of our, two more of our sponsors, um, Neviot, Neviot flavored water, um, nature at its best taste. Neviot delivers you with a true combination of health and pleasure. It's based on Neviot, not Neviot natural mineral water one of its kind in israel it's enhanced with five b-group vitamins it's naturally sweetened it is low in calories only 35 to 40 calories per eight fluid ounces there are no preservatives no color additives it is available in delicious indulging flavors apple peach and grape if you're in israel you should be drinking neviot for more information check out their website at www.neviot.com 
global.com forward slash en forward slash home. That's www.neviotglobal.com forward slash en forward slash home. Wow, my brain. Okay. All right. And now we have Makole Online's main goal is to make Israeli goods, groceries, and Judaic products affordable and available to everyone in the USA and Canada. Their online store carries items that are unavailable in most places in North America. Things like tahini, Israeli chocolates, frozen borekas, and the Neviot water that we are drinking here today. <laughs> At Makolet Online, you'll find the, all your favorite Israeli goods or simply enjoy brand new flavors. All their products are kosher and most are manufactured in Israel. And if you want to taste the, if you want the taste of Israel, <laughs> that's what I get. If you want the taste of Israel delivered to your home, visit www.makoletonline.com and order today. And for an added bonus, if you use the code 12 cities in Israel, all one word, no space, 12-C-I-T-I-E-S-I-N-I-S-R-A-E-L, you will receive 15% off your entire purchase. So please visit www.makolletonline.com and order today. Uh, That's what no, I get. What's the next slide? Oh, and for today from Macaulay Online, we have Chamroll. Vitaminchik. Vitaminchik is a flavored syrup. It comes in a number of different flavors. Uh, raspberry, peach, um, peach mango, grape, apple, um, lemon, and all you do is you put a little tiny bit in a bottle of uh, bottle of water, and it will give you literally, literally the taste of that fruit in your water. If I open this up and 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 you were to smell it, so this is raspberry, and I think I was telling in the other podcast, and I can't open this one up. This one's sealed, um, but. If you, you know how raspberries smell fuzzy? <laughs> so these, when you open this up and you smell it, it smells fuzzy like raspberries. So it's um, natural ingredients. Put it in your water. Um, it's a great way, too, for kids to uh, to hydrate in the heat. It's always tough to get them to excuse me i have a hiccup it's always tough to get them to drink uh in the summertime and For god knows why i'm like you're gonna have a headache in like 20 minutes if you don't drink this but they don't listen but <laughs> yeah so if you're in israel and or in the u.s and you have one of those big water bottles you put a pinch of that in there and it sweetens it up doesn't take a lot um and you have this really i drink it all the time it's it's i drink it too big bottles of it every day so um not that no i'm about specifically to <laughs> two big bottles of water with uh with this in it um so yeah um he was like pile stocking in israel i remember going to his room and he'd have like more and more bottles creeping up on his windowsill well, because you gotta rotate you have uh you, oh, you, have, you have you have to rotate apple <laughs> you have uh a uh peach peach monk mango <laughs> Mungo, um, speak English. Uh, sorry. Um, okay, so back to the podcast. 
Um, so you became a uh, you became a Jewish studies and film and media mm-hmm. maven. Um, so now we're back. What is it? We're back to almost three years ago, and <laughs> yeah. you are on a bus with myself. I don't even know if that's grammatically correct, but hey. And what happened? You're, wait, like, so well. You know what I'm asking. Go, go, go. I don't know. First, first you were telling me about your master plan with your music inspiration. uh, I don't know if I want this story to be told, but go on. (laughs) It's like reggae in the desert. Oh my gosh, yeah. (laughs) So I had this idea. I am convinced that Southern Israel is the place to go and that it is an untapped resource for music festivals. I love music festivals. And I'm not talking Coachella or Burning Man or, you know, the, the, the big, Everyone says they're corporate. I don't care. Um, but I'm talking, uh, they have they have these big fu- festivals called Ultra or the in Vermont, up in Vermont, they have this thing called Sunsplash every year. They have it in uh, Jamaica too. It's Reggae Sunsplash. It's this big reggae festival and people just cool out, out in, you know, a big field and people get up and I love that. And I don't know if it's because... When I was growing up, you had a bunch of big festivals. You had Live Aid, Amnesty International. Um, and when, also when I was growing up, we went to the uh, the, the Warp Tour, the Vans Warp Tour, because I was into skateboarding. Um, <laughs> you went to Warp Tour? Yeah, it was awesome. I saw like all kinds of bands, like Green Day, The Offspring. Um, it was insane. And I've always been a real big fan. And I came up with this thing called Reggae in the Desert. I came up with another one called Party in the South Festival. And the city of Beersheba was like lukewarm about it. So when my media empire establishes itself um, in Beersheba, we're going to have a uh, sort of like an appreciation festival. And that will happen. It will happen eventually, um, but yeah, I'm convinced that Southern... So go on. I was telling you about Reggae in the Desert. It was that, and then that's the one that like really stood out to me because I was like, this man's crazy, but it's okay. <laughs> Are you serious? No, This it was, man's crazy. No, not even because I was like, Reggae in Israel. I was like, of all the combinations in the world, I'm like, this is what you choose. Absolutely. It's and tell them why. It's huge there. Yeah. When wow. It's you they really like reggae and like Spanish style music. When I went to a club in Bercheva and all I was hearing were these Spanish artists and I'm like, they really bop into this. Oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> and they they you got the heads and you got the uh the the guidos. Um, you know what I'm talking about too, because you saw them when they were there. The, the skinny jeans, the the V-neck, like my shirt right now that the I'm wearing. Back hair um, <laughs> with the gel. But it, yeah, shaved, but the little rooster haircut. It's yeah. So, um, but okay. So we're getting off subject. 
So we're on the bus. I'm telling you about what I'm doing. I, what I'm alluding to is that I was telling you about my idea for 12 cities in Israel, right? It was just a baby baby though. Cause like you weren't, there weren't like definite things yet until like later on. I think it was more like manifested after you went to Israel the first time. Yes. Oh, so wait a minute. I hadn't even gone yet. Nope. You didn't go yet at all. Holy cow. So, okay. So. I think you were going. I was going. That was the first time I was going. And I was going for Ulpan at Ben Gurion University. So Ulpan is the uh, the crash intensive course of yeah. Hebrew. And yeah, it's a crash course. It's intensive Hebrew um, for thirty days in the summertime. So I went, and then I came back, and then I told you about it, and then how did we figure out we were going? think that was around my senior year because i told you and then when did i tell you about that i'm going and that you should go you told me about it my junior year and then you like you said like you should go but i was like kind of on the other side of the fence i was like oh, i could but maybe really not yet <laughs> <laughs> and then i wasn't so after and i remember like you talking about it more within my senior year and like um like you were like more like starry-eyed about this like it could happen like it's a thing like you can see this you foresee it and it's like i project this into the future and it's gonna happen and it's gonna happen with you and i was like Okay. <laughs> How did you feel about that though? Did you feel that this guy is full of crap or did you feel like that- I was like you are a very ambitious person. <laughs> and it was like That's how, no, I want your honest opinion. If you thought cuz I the end result has already happened. Yeah. So um were you like this is this guy I was guy's- like I was like how like how are you going to do this? Like it was like inconceivable is not the word but like it was like so ambitious i'm like he really really wants to do this <laughs> well all right so i am of the mind that if you foresee it if you can visualize it in your brain so uh there's i i was also as well as a jewish studies major i was a psych minor i was a psych major for a while and then i just was like you know what i want to graduate so i am going to be a minor i think we're good but there's a concept uh that inside your brain before you do any physical action a three-dimensional model like a computer program runs of it happening so if when i move my arm out like this a th- millimoments, milliseconds, mm-hmm. microseconds before that happens, this all goes through my brain and and occurs. So actually, it's like a 3D rendering occurs inside your brain. So w- with that in mind, I decided, okay, well, if I can do that and then move my arm and it happens, why don't I 3D render a show? 
or an outcome that I want and then make that happen and just be so intentional in the fact that I want it to happen that people are, and, and, and this sounds forceful, but it's not <laughs> forceful, but are put in a position where they, they go, well, this is an inevitability because he's doing this. So, all right, we're on board. Um, it's how I got this started. It's how we, you know, created the, the whole show. Um, but that's so interesting that you saw it as a Herculean task and <laughs> you, you couldn't conceive of how it would, it would, um, generate itself, how it would come to fruition, how it would be created. Um, that's pretty fascinating. Um, so then, um, digging more into your brain, um, you, so when did you make the decision that you were going to be on board, that you were going to go? Because I didn't know you came to me and told me I applied and I'm going. (laughs) And I was like, what the, I, uh, wow, (laughs) holy cow. I can't believe this. I think. I remember, like, officially getting a chance to think about it. Okay. Within the winter break, like, after the fall semester ended. And I was like, and I had, like, some moments to think before everyone and their mother was shooting their thesis film. (laughs) So this was 2016, right? 20, beginning of 2017. All right. So within that January time off from school, that's when I was thinking, I was like, am I really going to do this? Am I going to Israel? I was like, all right, guess I am. And now what were your, that that's interesting because what I would like to know is what were your thoughts? Because I know there was some hesitation on your family's part. I know there was some nervousness on your family's part. Um, I'd like you to explore that a little bit. I'd like you to tell me what the mood was for your mom and dad, maybe even your sister, and and why? Why you think that? Um, I think it was. I know there it, was. It was like stressful for them. How so? That's stress is is a generic term. So it was because they're very much very protective of family and like um i still don't get to do a lot of things that i would <laughs> wish i could do but i'm like it's fine it's whatever i like i know was I, it because hold on though was it because uh, it was something you wanted to do and it was overseas or was it because it was something you wanted to do and it was in israel would it, it was, have been the it same was, in no. Germany? Would it have been it the same was, in Thailand? It would have been the same. Okay. It's like, why are you going so far? And why are you going for so long? I'm like, I didn't create the program. I didn't place it. I didn't throw a dart and say it's going to go here. Like, it's just hap- it happens to be in Israel and it happens to be four weeks. It could have been six weeks, but I wasn't going to do that to their hearts. <laughs> 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 that was too much stress for them. But it was like... Why there? It's like why so far? So that's, all right. So that's interesting. Why there? That that was that something they said? Why there? Yeah, because I told them it was because it was a Hebrew program, so it has it's in Israel, 
and it was it was. Did fun. they have any issue with Israel? And I don't mean issue like um, uh, anti-Semitic or anything no. like that. I mean um, literally because. And here's why. Here's why I asked. So everyone, and you may have gotten this too. Um, aren't you scared? Are you nervous? Be safe. Did you get any of those? Of course. I get that whenever I go anywhere. <laughs> no, but I specifically, well, <coughs> excuse me. For most Ooh, people, sexy. they could. Thank you so much. <laughs> for most people, they could care less if I'm going somewhere, even a war. But um, specifically for Israel, um, <laughs> they they were like, oh, are you are you nervous? Are you, are you concerned? Uh, why? Well, the conflict. Oh, I get it. Okay. All right. No, I'm not. Um, did you run into any of that? Mm, more just like, are you scared because it's far? Okay. Not, yeah. No, no, that's good. That's yeah. excellent. Um, you had a different experience than me, which is nice. Um, so you finally did it. You broke down, you paid for everything. Um, here's now that we've, we've, we've established what brought you to israel and you're taking my impressions of my experience and you're digesting them over a year about right about and we found out what your motivations are and who you are as a student as a person uh so now you have a preconceived notion whether it's positive or negative or whatever you have a preconceived notion before you step on the plane and in the what is 12 cities in israel you can see her step on the plane um rolling her bag and carrying a pillow <laughs> so you're getting on the plane you got the weeks that are building up to this trip what are your perceptions of Israel and and use what I'd like you to use is illustrative language what I mean by that is use adjectives um th they can be positive they can be negative why are you laughing because I'm thinking of my first thoughts no that's good I, I want to hear them anything <laughs> no holds barred let me know what you're thinking it's Israeli boys isn't it no, I was like, I'm going to a dust bowl. <laughs> That's my thought. Oh my I'm gosh, going to, all right. I'm going to the desert. That was my first thought. It's like, I don't know. Like. <laughs> no, go. What I think of Israel is when Moses crosses the Red Sea after with all of them. In the movie, The Prince of Egypt, and all I oh see is gosh. sand and the sea. And I was like, all right, I'm going there. <laughs> it's the promised land. <laughs> and it has a lot of sand in it. You promised me sand. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. But I remember looking out the window when you told me, it was on the LL plane, and you were like, oh, look out the window. My first thought was, it's flat. It's really flat. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's flat and wide. <laughs> this whole 
view right now. <laughs> well, we were how many thousand feet up, I you know, knucklehead? But at least, like, if I like, if I was like flying to Puerto Rico, I see like some mountains and like there's ocean. Like it was just straight land and flatness, and I was like, wow. Well, I um, made it. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. No. Um, okay. So we got your impressions of what you were. So that was your only impression. Did you have any impression about the people? Did you have any impression about the culture, about what you were going to see when you got there? That I was not going to understand anyone. <laughs> and? I didn't. <laughs> oh, really? In the beginning, beginning, because I hadn't practiced Hebrew since the year before. Okay. And just like seeing everything like there. Yes, there's Hebrew, English, Arabic. It was like translated, but just like it was so prominent. Like it's not just in a book or in a worksheet that I'm writing on. Like it's everywhere. So it was just different. Oh, man. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. Um, so you're going through the terminal. We're getting off the plane. Um, you're, you're going through security, um, thoughts. What are your thoughts at this time? Wi-Fi. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No. It Why was, are you sorry? I don't know. Cause I was like, my first thought was like, Wi-Fi tell my parents I'm alive and made it. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. All right. Well, just a side note to that. As we're leaving, uh, we're at JFK. We're going through the little snake line. <laughs> And they're all standing there on the barrier, you know, just bye, bye. Everyone's there. Um, it was really good. Uh, I felt tremendous responsibility, uh, but they were sweet. They were wonderful. Your folks are very nice. Um, and so, all right, so you're you're there now. My first thought was I saw like. Cause the where arrivals leave, cause it's just like you have a hyper shortcut out of the airport, mm -hmm. which kind of sucks. Cause like literally, as you're walking, you have the glass wall and you see <laughs> the whole like the the waiting room area of the terminal where like all the terminals intersect. And I was like, that's so cool. There's a fountain coming from the ceiling. I couldn't even see or experience any of that till four weeks later when we were leaving. And I'm like, this sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that was where the gold star signs were. Like all the gold star was on our left side because it was like Yay. plastered against the wall. And I don't and it was because Anna like our flight leaving was so early, so like everything was still closed. <laughs> so I still Oh yeah. <laughs> It was crazy. Um, I still couldn't like experience the terminal. <laughs> no, it was it was uh we got in at night. Yeah. Right? It was like it was like regular night. It was like nine ish, ten ish, but for us getting from the airport to Bersheva made it like midnight. So then oh, it was just desolate. It was horrid. <laughs> it was horrid. Um but so so when you got off the plane, like when I go to Florida, when I go to wherever, I have a, I have a, um, a notion, even if I haven't been there before, when I went down to visit my folks who, uh, my dad lives in Naples, Florida, when I went down there, I, it was different, but it was, it was in line with what I conceived. Like what you expect. Yes. Um, was Israel what you expected when you got there? Not really. Why? Uh, 
a major factor of it was like airport I know security is going to be high but it was like a new level of intense <laughs> that I had never experienced before and like huh did you see that in a negative light no like I it was it was just different I was like wow this is my whole existence out here on paper and it's like why are you here what are you doing I was like uh, I get so stressed out <laughs> at those points like going in and leaving the country like it's, and like I don't it just happens at the worst times because I like I'm a lot of the times when I fly it's like the butt crack of morning the butt crack of night <laughs> so like I'm already like mentally shot and then they're asking me all these questions with a serious face and I was like I, I, I was like I can't even tell you what I did yesterday like you I was know like, what Please the trick is in. right you know what the trick is what be annoyed like not mad annoyed yeah. Which is different. And look at your watch. Uh, all right. I need to. Okay. Yeah. I've No, that's where I'm from. I swear. Yeah. That's my name. You've asked me four times. Okay. Cool. I'm set. I'm good. Can I have my password? Thank you. And then, you know, look a little bit annoyed. Like you have somewhere to be. If you are super smiley. Hi. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not even though because like or a lot nervous of times I'm that, like carrying that, the stuff. So I'm like right here. You need this, that, and the third. And they're like, why are you here? What are you? I'm like, I was like, I'm, I'm a student. And <laughs> 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 like, so, who are your parents? Where are they from? I'm like, why do you want to know where they're from? <laughs> well, no, that's they're thorough. They want to know that you are who you are. So we leave there. You go through security. We go out. You get your very first uh, Neviot. Um, which changed your life for the better. Um, so there's two more things and then we're going to, we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, there's two more parts of your impression that I want to get. And one of them is when we're at Haganah, <laughs> you know, switching trains. Um, and the other one is when we get to Beersheba and that's a two-parter. So tell me what you thought when we when we took the train. What were you what were you were you like, wow, this is totally different? Or yeah, I'm on a train. No, it was I was like, this train is ginormous. There's two floors. I, I've seen two level trains, but like this, it felt huge. Like it felt like, you know, when you see like those 18-wheeler trucks that they're yeah. just tall. That's what it felt like. Like so it did it tall. blow your mind a little bit or it were did. you like it did because i was like this is it's it felt like uh like it kind of felt like a little mini cruise ship because <laughs> it was just <laughs> it was so big and it looked like a plane on the inside like it doesn't look like the metro north or the long island railroad trains. oh not at all not at all it was nice. They had nice lighting. Like, it was bright, even though it was really late in my You eyes could burned. recharge. They had plug-in. Uh, they, they had, had outlets, Wi-Fi. And the outlets were, like, above. So, like, you didn't have to worry about getting caught if you had, like, stuff underneath. So, it was really cool. Except if your charger was really short, then that's just unfortunate. Yes. <laughs> um, so, there was that. So, so you got off the plane. You you understood that, that you weren't in Kansas anymore. <laughs> Definitely. Um, but it was... It, it, was it so well before i ask that you get to Beersheba, 
getting to Beersheba, we were there late. So you check in. It's just like checking into a hotel. You don't know what the place is like you're at yet. And then you wake up the next morning and here you are. What's on, what's in your head? What's on your mind? What was your impression? And again, be illustrative and tell me how you felt. I was just, I'm trying to remember. Okay, so I think I unpacked straight away. Mm-hmm. And I remember was waking up and I just like, I remember I didn't close the curtains. So, and my window, it faces, it faced east. Mm-hmm. So I just remember it was like 7 a.m. And <laughs> it was just bright as all hell in my room. I was like, oh, man, like it's white walls, everything in the oh, room. Yeah. So it was like, it burns. <laughs> and then I just remember it was like, because it was just quiet. It's always quiet in the morning. Mm-hmm. But I was just like taking it in. I was like, I'm here, like sitting in this space on the other side of the world. And I'm like, this is different. And like, I remember going out. And then going out into the downstairs because I was on the second floor and just seeing um, the, was the courtyard, the courtyard, yeah. courtyard, but it was big. It wasn't like a little small square thing. Like it was big enough for like a lot of people to just like walk around and chill. Linger. A lot linger. of lingering. <laughs> I'm gone. <laughs> and the cats. I remember the cats. And that was just kind of like, I was like, this is heaven. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So you, your mind was a little bit blown. Was it what you thought? It felt like, it felt like a comfortable, normal, like this could be a possible every day for me. Did it, did, was, were you expecting that? No. Not at all. No. You you expected something. You didn't know what you expected, but it wasn't this. Like, it was a nice feeling. I was like, I like this. All right, cool. Very cool. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you have gotten to know our co-host, Bigosh, <laughs> Rachel Viegas. Her uh, her handle, as far as I'm concerned, is Bigosh. Um, and I'd like to wrap up this episode um, in saying... We couldn't do this without you. You are one of the major reasons why this happened. And I thought it was important to take the time for all of you to get to know her, um, get to know her motivation. And this, I'm serious, water from a stone, okay? Water from a stone. So she is not a very open person. Um, so I've been reading all of these chatter, like, uh small talk books and everything and i've just used like every single tool in my arsenal to get her to open up it was really great i am so proud of you that was so awesome um but on that note uh now that you've gotten to know bigosh um i need to wrap this up thank you so much for sharing thank you for sharing um and i would like to tell you guys um about a couple of organizations that again again i did it again i did it last shabbat oh my god i got (laughs) a little tipsy and you cried and i cried and i went and i gave ale and schneider on her books um so 
Let me tell you about these organizations. Ale. Ale helps children with complex disabilities receive state-of-the-art medical, educational, and rehabilitative care in Ale's four facilities. In addition, Ale provides thousands of outpatient treatments annually. Without Ale, many of these children would be forced to spend their lives in hospitals with no opportunities for rehabilitation, education, and the love and warmth of a home. Please visit www.ale.org. That's www.aleh.org and see if there's a way that you can help them. And before you go into that, hit their Instagram page, please. They need more followers. Follow them. Check out their posts. Their posts are really inspirational. They're really beautiful. Check them out. Yellow. This is Schneider Children's Medical Center of Israel. It is the only comprehensive tertiary care hospital of its kind in the country and in the Middle East, offering the full range of pediatric disciplines under one roof to all children from 0 to 18. Since its establishment in 1991, Schneider Children's has revolutionized the practice of pediatric medicine in the country and has been recognized as one of the leading pediatric institutions in the world. To see what you can do for them, please visit www.schneider.org.il/ing ENG. ENG for English. So that's www.schneider.org.il forward slash ENG. Yes, good job. All right. We want to let you know that we want to film six episodes of our full half-hour length 12 cities in israel travel show so we need some angel investors to help us make our budget of fifty thousand dollars this budget includes airfare and lodging equipment and transportation around israel and a host of other things that are required when you go on location with a crew of four people for seven weeks in another country so even if you give us just two dollars you can bring us closer to that fifty thousand dollars that we need so that we can bring the full 12 cities in Israel web series to life. Um, all right. Thank you so much for joining us for the 12 cities in Israel podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to our feed and become a part of the 12 cities in Israel community. You can find this podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google play, Stitcher, tune in and Spotify. And we'll be bringing you a brand new podcast every week. So keep your eyes out for that. Also, to help support this podcast, you can visit our Patreon page and become a regular donor. You can find that page at www.patreon.com forward slash 12 cities in Israel. And please also visit our YouTube channel where you can see a video version of this podcast and our other videos that we have produced. He arranged it all nice and pretty for you guys. And you can also find our full-length travel episode of the city of Beersheba in southern Israel. So please share it and subscribe. And check us out on our main website at www.12citiesinisrael.com, our Facebook page, and on Instagram, where Michael posts brand new photos every day of our travels. All right. That's it. Ta-da-ba. Ve. Yalla bye.